Before we begin, if you like what you hear on the Tin and J-Man Show, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and go ahead and click subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We encourage you to interact with us and keep up to date with the Tin and J-Man Show on social media by liking our Facebook page and following us on Twitter and Instagram at Tin and J-Man Show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the Tin and J-Man Show with your hosts, Tanner Lee and Josh the J-Man Mont. It's showtime! Episode 211 of the Tan and J-Man Show is on the air. Thank you for tuning in on the ISC Sports Network if you're watching live with us this evening. And thank you for listening if you're listening a day later on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, wherever you might be listening at. Uh, give, us a, give us a subscribe and a rating and review if you haven't already. That really helps us out. So... I'm the only one on screen this week. Joining us remotely from the Hawkeye state of Iowa is the J-Man. J-Man, how's it going? What up there, T-Dog? I feel a little heavier this week than oh, last man. week. I gained about 25 pounds. Feeling good. Well, you know, if you were on camera, I would say the camera adds a few pounds. I mean, that's always been my excuse. Yeah, so, but uh, you're not on camera this week, so I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't vouch for you there. So, but uh, you had a good Thanksgiving. That's what I'm. Had a real good, real good Thanksgiving. How about yourself? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad at all. You know, ate some good food and spent some uh, good time with family. So, good deal. It's always nice. And uh, hope all of the Tan and J Man Show Nation had a good Thanksgiving. Hopefully, you were able to safely celebrate with your family. And if not, hopefully around Christmas time you're able to get together. So. But this episode of the Tan and J-Man Show is brought to you by The Dam Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, The Dam Landing is the place to be. The Dam Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Mansell that focuses on freshness and quality. And of course, they got The Dam Smoke, which is available on weekends and features barbecue and steaks. In addition, you can watch wash those down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Mantle in their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be by boat or by wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be, located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. Are you ready to hear the birdie bogey there, T-Dog? I think so. I'm a little nervous because I, I, I texted you earlier today. I'm like, do you have birdie bogey this week, right? You're like, yes, thank you for reminding me. So I'm like, oh, great. I had completely forgot. I had neglected my responsibilities, and I apologize to Tan and J-Man Show Nation. But <laughs> I think I have a pretty good question for you here. All right. Justin James Watt, also known as JJ. You know, I didn't know a, that was his name. I didn't either. I literally just Googled it <laughs> 30 seconds ago. Had a pick six on Thanksgiving and became the second player ever with three interceptions returned for touchdowns, as well as three receiving touchdowns in the Super Bowl era. Who was the other player? Oh, wow. That's you want me to repeat it? I'll have you repeat it in the show. Right. That, that's a heck of a question. Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC for fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mentone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook. Check out their website, noblegnomellc.com. Follow them on Instagram as well. Yeah! <laughs> You're veggie. There's there's the uh, there's the usage of the throat <laughs> muscles there. Jeez. That hurt. Yeah, that had to. It sounded painful. Um, well, moving right along to the on this day segment, and I got to be honest, well, I got to bring it up here. 
I thought I had it up and I closed out the window. <laughs> closed out the tab. All right. Okay, first time I've looked at this today, so. On this day in 1893, the second Iron Bowl between Auburn and Alabama was played. Auburn beat Alabama 40-16 to in Montgomery. So, pretty similar that, score this year. I was, was going to say. Yeah, they didn't really uh, miss Nick Saban, did they? No. On this day in 1912, the CFL Grey Cup was held as the uh, Hamilton Alerts won their only title, beating the Toronto Argonauts 11-4. to <laughs> What a weird oh. score. I wonder if the Toronto Argonauts, of course they have different rules over in Canada as yes. well. If the Toronto Argonauts are the longest-running football franchise. That's 1912, and they're still around. Yeah, because that the, other team there, I don't – I've never heard of the Hamilton Alerts. I haven't either. Because aren't they the Tiger Cats I, now? They're, yeah, they're the Tiger Cats yeah. now. But, like, how long ago did, like, the Detroit Lions have their first game? That's a good question. I'm going to look it up. Well, on this day, 1924, the National Football League Championship, uh, the Cleveland Bulldogs, who went 7-1-1, formerly Canton, won the first pass-the-post title. What the heck does that mean? Pass-the-post title? First pass-the-post title. Hmm. Sometimes this site, man, I, I don't I don't get it. On this day, 1924, since we were talking about the Grey Cup, uh, the Grey Cup was held and the Hamilton Tigers took their fourth title, go. beating the uh, Virginia Rough Riders 14-3. So the three oldest NFL franchises that I would think of were the Packers, Bears, and Lions, right? Yeah. Those, um, the Packers were founded in 1919, the Bears 1920, and the Lions 1928. So I would assume the Toronto Argonauts are the longest professional running football franchise. That would make sense. That was 1912. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe football was invented in Canada. We just don't know about it. <laughs> There's a lot of great cups on this one, but I'm not going to go through them all. But on this day, 1937, the third Heisman Trophy was awarded to Clint Frank, halfback at ah. Yale. Old Clint, hey, he was a good one. <laughs> Gotta say, never heard of him, but he must have been pretty good. Uh, on this day, 1948, baseball's Negro National League disbanded. Hmm. On this day, 1952, Jackie Robinson charged the New York Yankees with racism. I think that of was documented in uh, the movie 42, I believe. Clint Frank, in 1937, had 157 carries for 667 yards and 11 touchdowns. Pretty solid uh, season there by Clint. He finished fifth in the Heisman voting in 36, but there are literally no um, stats for him. He also threw it 105 times. Wow. He completed 28.6% of his passes. That's a dual threat there. <laughs> On this day, 1954, can you tell me who won the 20th Heisman Trophy? 1954. No. Part of the uh, Big Ten player. 1954? Yes. I'll even give no. you the I'll even give you the position fullback. <laughs> 1954, fullback. No. Okay, it's uh, Wisconsin's Alan Amici. I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. A M E C H E. 
Why would you even? Why would you even give me that? I don't. You, you give me one sometimes. I have no idea. So <laughs> it's a little bit of a payback. Uh, a lot of great cups and iron bowls. On this day in 1959, the 1960 NFL draft. That doesn't make sense. Uh, Billy Cannon from LSU was the first pick by the Los Angeles Rams. That does make sense because it's for the 1960 season. Oh, okay. I got well. Why wouldn't they just call them? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> On this day, 1961, Billy Williams of the Cubs was voted NL Rookie of the Year. Sweet swinging Billy. On this day, 1976, who won the 42nd Heisman Trophy? You've heard of this guy. Night- 1976. I'm going to go with old Archie Griffin. Good guess. Uh, Tony Dorsett, running back, Pittsburgh. If you would have given me the college, I probably would have got it. Yeah, that's why I didn't do that. When when did Archie win back-to-back? It was Was right around that time. A little before then, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Mike Tyson's in the news for uh, something not good. He's always in the news for something not good on on this day. Yeah, I know, I know. Over the weekend though, he had a he had a fight. Him and Roy George Jr. fought to a draw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's like a modern day Doc Ellis. He was he was a little high uh, as he was fighting him. Yeah, yeah, I, I did not order that fight. Um, no. When I saw the rules that there couldn't be a knockout, first cut that the fight was going to be over, all these other rules, I'm like, this is dumb. <laughs> Like why 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 would you watch it? Tyson can't knock somebody out. That's just dumb. Did you watch the Jake Paul Nate Robinson fight? I saw the highlights on Twitter. I was uh, I think we were all hoping Nate Robinson would pummel that fella into submission, well, but unfortunately it didn't happen. Well, Jake Paul after the fight called out Conor McGregor, so he's not very bright. I was going to say that won't end well for him. No. On this day, 1993, the NFL announced their 30th franchise in the. Uh, Edition of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Carolina Panthers are probably not shortly after. Yeah, they're right behind them. Or before. Yep. Uh, on this day, 2015, NBA star Kobe Bryant of the, of the Los Angeles Lakers announced his intention to retire at the end of the season. He was pretty good. He was a great one. And on this day last year, in the 83rd Iron Bowl, number 16 Auburn beat number 5 Alabama 48-45. to Why do I not remember that? I don't, didn't either. I do know that Malzahn has three wins against Saban. I think he's 3-5. and five, And Saban's only lost to like six other total SEC games <laughs> since he's been in Alabama or something like that. So Something crazy. Who, who was in the playoff last year? We had LSU, Clemson. Was Ohio State in it? Ohio State and Clemson had that good game. Yeah, that's right. And, and LSU, LSU, was it Oklahoma? It was Oklahoma, yep. Jalen Hurts. Yep, Hurts. Forgot Alabama wasn't in it. Just so used to them being in it. Yep, they they played Michigan last year in the uh, Citrus Bowl. That's that's right. Yeah. Yep. That's right. And the On Day segment is brought to you by Proforma Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company, and you can call them today at 574-210-3815. Do you want to start with tonight there, Tanda Man? Well, I thought we'd go uh, college football and then some NFL and then wrap up with some college basketball. I, I have 
I actually have a college football trivia question for you right now. Oh, I'm ready. That I want you to answer if it uh, works here. <laughs> uh, Kyle Trask became the second SEC player since the conference formed in 1933 to record eight consecutive games with three passing touchdowns. Who was the quarterback who did it also? Mr. Drew Locke. He was. I figured you would have seen that I one. I did see that one. Unfortunately for Drew Locke, it has not translated. No, it has not. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, we'll, we'll get into talking Broncos in a little bit. But uh, um, if I had not seen that one, I would have not guessed that. Because I, I, a lot of times I forget Missouri still in, in the SEC to begin with. Yeah, that too. Um, I, I would have guessed. I, I would have assumed Joe Burrow did it last year. Yeah. I mean, he broke about every other record. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, good good question. Good question. Did you watch uh, any college football over the weekend? Watched quite a bit of college quite football on Saturday. Um, of course, I can't. And Friday, for that matter. Watched the Iowa-Nebraska game, uh, which was a good one. Scotty Frost <laughs> had another crushing defeat, which I don't uh, hate. Um, and then I watched uh, Notre Dame come back against North Carolina. They're uh, pretty dang good. Yeah, I think this is – I want to say this is the best Notre Dame team I've ever seen. I, that 2012 team was pretty good too. That just – They were good. Ran into um, a bus all of, of uh, Alabama. Yeah, I think this Notre Dame team's better. Just for the fact, uh, that Notre Dame team won a bunch of close games. That's true. They're probably more like a 9-3 and three type of team that That's just had true. a lot of things go their way. Um, and this Notre Dame team, besides the Clemson games, is pretty much blowing people out. So, uh, they're pretty good. It would have been interesting if we had a full season and Notre Dame had their regular sure. schedule. Yeah. If they would have uh, had the same record as of right now, you know, because yeah. and they have played a couple tough opponents, but probably not as many as they would have normally. Yeah. Um, of course, they would have had the USC of the world, which I think they're so much better than USC anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, who else was on their schedule? They were supposed to play Wisconsin up in Lambeau. That would have been an interesting one, um, of course. Of course, Stanford, but Stanford – actually, I haven't watched Pac-12 much at all. I, I don't think Stanford's I very mean, good this year. They've had so many games canceled that I don't even know who's playing in yeah. any given week. Yeah, I, I don't recall. I mean, they did have Clemson on the schedule originally anyways mm-hmm. in a few, five of these ACC schools. And I was going to say they were they're probably going to play the Boston College in the pits of the world yes. anyway. Yes. So, um, I, I wish they would play the U. That was the only other nope. one yeah, I'd like be a to fun see one. them play. But um, my you, your hurricanes. Yeah. But uh, speaking of the ACC, Florida State continues to make an embarrassment of themselves. <laughs> I saw that they were supposed to play Duke this week, and that got uh-huh. switched to Miami playing Duke uh, for some reason. They they keep canceling stuff on the day yeah. like before. That's that's pretty. That's uh, a bad look. Yeah, that's 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 not a good look at all. So I mean, they they have a legitimate excuse. They're concerned. Sure. About it, yeah, which yeah. everyone is. But at the same time, I just I feel like a lot of it is they're just tired of losing. Yeah, would they and be it, so concerned if they had two losses instead of just two wins? Right. If if they were undefeated right now, they would have played. Yeah. There's no way they wouldn't have. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what were your takeaways from uh, some of the Big Ten games over the weekend? Um, of course, Ohio State, Illinois was canceled. Yes. The, the, um, pretty much almost the day of. I mean, it was... Pre- Pretty much. It, it was, yeah, it wasn't like, I know they had plans to uh, fly there at 8 in the morning mm-hmm. Eastern time, get there at 8 in the morning Central time, and then they had an 11 o'clock kickoff, um, and of course that was 
postponed, uh, which, I mean, of course, Illinois fans were like, oh, they're scared. I think they were just saying that as a joke more than anything. Uh, but they would have, regardless of who played for Ohio State, they would have murdered them. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think who else even played. I watched a lot of – I think Penn State beating Michigan was the absolute nail in the coffin for uh, Jim Harbaugh. It's going to be there. interesting um, in a couple weeks. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. And then, um, man – I mean, Purdue lost, but, man, Rutgers is so much more improved, aren't they? It's scary that Shiano's got them playing this well yeah. year one, and he's recruiting well. He's going to yeah. make them pretty competitive. It's Yeah, it's just, I mean, they should have beat Michigan. Yep. They should have beat Illinois. I yep. mean, they, they could easily have three wins right now. Yeah, they uh, they reminded me the other night, when I was a little jealous of it, to be honest, of uh, Brahms' first Purdue team in 2017. Playing yeah. loose, having fun, mm-hmm. and ex- exceeding expectations right away. Right. And um, good for them. But, yeah, that was a disappointing loss uh, by Purdue. At one time I thought they had the game in the bag up 10 and halfway mm-hmm. through the third quarter, and, boy, was I wrong. Um, yeah, that uh, the kick- kickoff return touchdown oh, that really was a breaker. Changed, changed the complexion of the game. I forgot completely. they got that guy, the transfer from too. Wisconsin, and he has three. Yeah, Kri- re- um, what's his name again? Crookshank. Crookshank, Aaron. Yeah. Aaron Crookshank. That was his like that. third kick return touchdown of his career. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Purdue just they have they have a tough time defending the run, and that's going to be against yeah. weekend's matchup against Nebraska. Interesting because Nebraska can't defend the pass, Purdue can't defend a run. What's going to give there first? Yeah, so, um, we had a huge upset with Michigan State beating uh, Northwestern. That was a big oh, one. That was that turned the not the conference upside down, but. Uh, for a little bit, made the West a little interesting, um, and then mm-hmm. then today's news of Northwestern Minnesota getting canceled, which clinches Northwestern in the uh, conference championship game. You're correct. Yep. So. Yep. So it's that's, that's yeah. going to be a rematch it's, of two years ago, right? Wasn't it Ohio State Northwestern? Yes, it was. As it's going to be a if, as long as Ohio State Michigan State happens on Ohio State Michigan for whatever sure. reason, one of those doesn't happen. Indiana's in the conference championship, and they just lost their quarterback for the season and maybe yeah. even all of next season yeah. with the torn ACL. Second torn ACL on the same knee two times in three mm-hmm. years. That's a killer to that team. And I feel bad for the kid. He's a good player. Yeah. Um, I, I I think Tuttle will play well enough, and their defense will play well enough as well um, to still keep them in games. But, of course, I mean, he's their starting quarterback, and he's played well this year. So yeah. it's tough news for him. Yeah, especially when you're going against uh, probably the second-best defense in the conference in Wisconsin. Yep. Yep. This weekend, so but but who knows where some of these teams' mindsets are anymore? Wisconsin can't mm-hmm. play for anything. Um, I mean, there's not too many teams that really can. That's yeah. the thing anymore. It's like, how do you get these guys up? It's it's. I mean, Northwestern doesn't have anything to play no. for because um, they're out of the, of course, playoff combo now with that one loss, and they've clinched. Yep. Um, Ohio Ohio State still has to keep winning, of course, yep. but. Shouldn't be a problem because I think Indiana will lose this week. Um, Nebraska and Purdue, I mean, both have had tough stretches here. Exactly. I mean, they've, um, they're, they're both – Purdue's three-game skid. Nebraska, I don't know how – I mean, I know they've only won one game, but I don't know how many they've lost mm-hmm. in a row. How do you get the guys up for this? I mean, right. it's, it's it's getting tough. Um, but and, and really, I think the most interesting game this week is actually Iowa-Illinois. I, I was hot right now. They're hot. Illinois won two in a row. Yeah, um, yeah. And they're lucky they didn't have to face Ohio State. Yeah, very true. It's kind of interesting. 
I just, you know, I'm just keep keep saying to myself, three more weeks, just get through these next three weeks, and then you can applaud that you somehow got through a, a right. weird short season. Um, yeah. Because even though the, the Big Ten's had a lot of problems, they've only had a cancel. Today, I think it was the seventh game. Hmm. So it's not yeah. as bad as it looks like in a whole. Yeah, the, I think the Pac-12's already changed more. Yeah, that's been. Or, or canceled more. And I mean. the SEC's canceled quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the SEC is also the only conference we've seen fire coaches. Uh, Vanderbilt fired Derek Mason after yep. seven seasons, which it was time. It was probably time last year, too. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and pick some Big Ten games, put some All confident right. points on them. Only six games to pick from this week because Northwestern Minnesota, like we said, was canceled. Yep. Uh, Nebraska at Purdue, that's a noon game on the Big Ten Network. I think this is a coin flip game. I think it'll be high scoring. Nebraska's found ways to lose, as has kind of Purdue yep. the past few weeks. Um, but I'm taking the Huskers. <laughs> I'm taking Purdue for a point. I'm, ta- I'm taking the Huskers for two confidence points. I just I can't pick Purdue. I did pick them last week. <laughs> they let you down. Um, that's why I'm never picking them again. I almost did reverse psychology and picked Nebraska, yeah. but I just can't do it. Uh, it's, yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. Like I said, a coin flip, really. Um, I could see it going either way. And Every game Purdue's been in has been decided by seven points. Every single one yep. this year. It's getting a little annoying. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Jeff 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 Brom, through his Purdue career, has struggled to win close games. So. Yep. He's really, um, man, next year's going to be huge for him. 8-15 yeah. and 15 record since that upset night against Ohio State. Yep, not great. Nope. But his buyout's so big, I still think he's safe for the next two years. Yeah. I think. But next year is going to be a pivotal year for him, I think. Uh, Penn State at Rutgers, noon game there as well. I don't know why I did this, um, but I'm taking Penn State for three. I'm taking Rutgers for two. This is another one I, I had trouble. I went back and forth with this. Um, I don't know. I kind of like the mojo Rutgers has got, got going on right now. I, yeah, um, they're playing well, but I think Penn State kind of got their stuff back as well. And just the fact they got one under the belt, yep. maybe that will settle them down a little bit. Yeah. It's definitely possible. Uh, Ohio State at Michigan State, another noon game. Um, hopefully it happens because I put six on Ohio State. I did as well. So at least it cancels it out. Yep. Uh, Maryland at Michigan, interesting one here. It is an interesting one. Uh, Maryland looked really good on their first drive <laughs> against Indiana, and then the guy missed a real short field goal. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of game over after that. Um Tongo Vailoa did not play well. Yeah, he struggled. He did. Um, so give me Michigan for four. I'm going uh, Michigan for three. Iowa at Illinois, 330 game. Illinois has not beat Iowa since, I think, 2008. I think this is the most winnable game against Iowa because their quarterback's not very good. And if Illinois plays half as well as they did against Nebraska, I think they'll win. So I'm taking the Illini for one. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to switch it up this week. Yeah, I, I do like it. You're going bold. I like that. Uh, I'm taking the Hawkeyes for five. I uh, I like the way this Iowa team's playing. Petrus has some they, games under his belt now. So The um, Hawkeyes have not given up 25 points or more, and I think it's 19 straight games. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, then three thirty ABC game Indiana at Wisconsin. Of course, that game kind of, or at least Indiana kind of. He definitely took a hit today, and uh, mm-hmm. Michael Penix Jr. being out for the season with a torn ACL. 
I, I picked this game and I didn't change it um, before I knew um, Penix was out, and I still had Wisconsin for five, so I'm sticking with it. You got Wisconsin for four. Um, like you said earlier, I think Indiana hangs in tough. Um, it'll just be interesting to see what mindset Wisconsin's in. They haven't played in a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Maybe maybe these kids, you know, they're getting close to the season. Um, maybe maybe it's not as hard to get them up as we think. I have no idea. I don't know. I'm not yep. behind the closed we'll doors see, in the no. locker room. Yeah, no one knows. So, so I want to pick some top 25 games. Let's do it. Let me get up on my phone here. Actually, just let me get it up on my uh, computer here. Should have been more prepared than this. But I'm not. Um, I do know Notre Dame plays Syracuse. We can start off with that one. Notre Dame by 52. Yeah, it's going to be ugly. Did, did Did you see that Syracuse game on Saturday? They I think played it was. NC State, right? Yes, I think it was NC State. I did not uh, see it. But I, saw I don't remember. But uh, they were uh, driving late, and I, th- I don't remember what the score was. They might have been down seven. I, I know it was within being tied range if you scored a touchdown or maybe even winning range. And the guy got sacked on third down with about 10 seconds that they scrambled to the line, and the guy spiked the ball on fourth down. <laughs> Jeez. Oops. Got a little, got a little confused. Yeah, Syracuse is one and nine. Remember when D- Dino Babers was a hot commodity around the coaching circles? He was circles? a hot commodity. Should have left this, when he had the chance. Yep, this is what he's done at every stop. When he was at Eastern Illinois, he played well with the talent he was given. He had to get his own guys. Struggled. Same thing at Bowling Green. Had great time early without his players. Got his own players. Struggled. Now he's doing the same thing at Syracuse. He might get fired this year. Yeah, yeah, he he might. It's, it's going to be interesting in a couple of weeks. Uh, the coaching carousel yep. to see. I do think there'll be some schools that in a regular year would fire their coach, but they're not going sure. to this year. So we'll, we'll see. I sure. uh, got a good one here. Number five, Texas A&M at number 22, Auburn. A&M coming off a win against LSU over the weekend. Uh, give me the Aggies. I agree. Jimbo, he's really got them rolling. They still got an I, outside shot to get in the playoff. It's just a matter of time. Well, he needs to for that contract. So yeah. Number 17, Texas. Remember when they uh, said they're back? Well, uh, maybe not so much. They're at uh, four and five Kansas State. Uh, Kansas State. Did they lose to Baylor this week? I do not remember. I watched I a little bit of it. Know. It was a close game. Um, give me Texas. Uh, let's talk about Iowa State real quick. Iowa State went in there and won. If Michigan fires Har- Harbaugh, Matt Campbell needs to be their first call. I've been saying that for a long time. You have yep. been. He's. Uh, He's a good program builder. I know. I know he's got an interesting contract with Iowa State. I think it's a pretty big buyout, if I remember <laughs> correctly. There's something in there that made some teams back away, um, which is interesting because Iowa State's just not a premier power in football. But uh, he's done a great job. He's a great coach. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, I think if he's looking to move, the times time to strike uh, the iron is right now. Why it's hot. So. Interesting game here. Uh, number 21, Marshall, who's 7-0, and hosts Rice. Rice is only, only has a record of 1-2. and two. So two uh, conference him. foes. One's played three games, one's played seven. Give me Marshall. Yeah, pretty easily. Number 23, Oklahoma State, travels to TCU. Oklahoma State uh, ended up beating Texas Tech over on Saturday, I believe. They did, uh, a touchdown, high-scoring game. Give me the Cowboys. 
Yep, I like this Oklahoma State team. Um, give me them as well. Gary Peterson's an interesting one at TCU. It, you know, for years now, they're just being right around 500 for the last, like, four years, it seems like. And so, Patterson's had a little bit of yeah. uh, misconduct rumors as well. Yes, he has. So be interesting to see if anything ever comes about there. Um, number six, Florida, 7-1 at 2-5 and five, Tennessee. Huge fan of this Florida team. I think if they get into the playoff, they can make a little bit of noise. So uh, give me the Gators. Problem is they're going to run up to against Alabama in the SEC title game. Well, you know what? you got to beat them if you, you want to get in. You do. That's a good point. Um, and this could be different than when they made it like in 2014 and 15. Mm. I would say, speaking of Alabama, Mac Jones is the leader in the clubhouse for the Heisman at the moment. How about Kyle Trask? Kyle Trask played well, uh, but – Everything I've read, it's all Mac Jones yeah. is going to be it. So. Probably going to be one of those two. It's a yeah, weird year imagine. for the Heisman. It's, it, it is. almost feels like there needs to be an asterisk by it, but you could say that for about every sport right now for I mean, awards and, and titles. They're still they're still playing the game of football. You're you right. Know, so You're right. You, you can't really fake it. You're right. 5-3 uh, and three West Virginia at number 13 Iowa State, who's 7-2. and two. Give, me, give me the Cyclones. You know, I'm going to – even though I just talked about Matt Campbell, we've been agreeing too much. I'm going to take the Mountaineers in this one. Uh, number 15, Oregon, 3-1. and one, Bad loss in the Civil War to Oregon State mm-hmm. the other night. Big win for Oregon State at 0-3 Cal. Uh, Oregon bounces back, I think, pretty heavily, too. I agree. Massacre. Number three, Clemson. Um, Trevor Lawrence finally got back in action over the weekend. Played well. Uh, at 4-5 and five, Virginia Tech. Clemson by a lot. Yes, the line's 22 on that one. I don't think Lawrence plays in the fourth quarter. Probably not. Number one, Alabama at LSU. This was a classic last year, but LSU's mm-hmm. three and four now. The line's 28 and a half. Favorite wow. Clemson when's, tied. When's the last time L- LSU's been underdogs by 28 and a half? I don't remember. Uh, it's been a long, long, long time. <laughs> if ever. Uh, give me Bama, large. Yeah, that's eight o'clock CBS primetime game, and I think Alabama. It's, I think it's over by halftime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baylor two and five. Matt Rule really knew it was time to get out. They're at number eleven, Oklahoma, who's six and two. Yeah, Oklahoma after struggling there the first three weeks or so, um, turned it on pretty well. Spencer Rattler's playing some good football, uh, so give me give me uh, Oklahoma. Yep, we didn't disagree too often this week. So. Yep, looking forward to another weekend of college football, that's for sure. We're starting mm-hmm. to wind down the season, but it's still weird to get these regular season games in December. It's going to be weird. It is. It's strange. National Football League, uh, 12 weeks almost in the book. Well, heck, 12 weeks is probably going to be in the official books until uh, Wednesday since the NFL yeah, we, just keeps pushing back this ball yeah, more Pittsburgh game. We have some scheduling changes here. Uh, the Raven Steelers are playing Wednesday at 3.40 in the afternoon, well, Eastern Time. Well, you know, at this point, just put it on whatever time slot you can. Yeah. The Then the Steelers-Washington football team has been put next Monday at 5 p.m., so we'll have a doubleheader Monday night. And then the Ravens-Cowboys game next Tuesday at 8.05 Eastern, so we'll have... We will not get a Thursday night game, which is unfortunate this week, but uh, we'll have a lot of football next week. Yes, we will, and um, I can declare this already since the pick'em is over, and still NFL pick'em 
Tina J Man Show champion, myself. Don't get a swelled head. Well, you've, I told you you're not getting this belt back. You've won two in a row. I won four. Yep. You can talk to me if you win it this week. Yep. I'm this planning next on week, it. So. Planning on we'll it. see. R- rough week for the J Man to pick him. Couple couple games backfired for you, but yeah, not great. So I went with my heart on a lot of them. Yeah, it's easy to do. Um, yeah, three winners, three losers. Yes, I will start off with a winner of mine. We were talking about this team uh, via text last night. The eight and three Cleveland Browns. Yeah, they might be the worst eight and three team I've ever seen. They are the worst eight and three team I have ever seen. You've looked at their schedule; it's been so easy, and they're squeaking games out. But hey, they're winning, and that's why I got them in the winners category. Because with their eighth win yesterday, for the first time in twelve years, they cannot have a losing record. Look at them! Watch, watch them lose out and that's, end up at five hundred. That's the second longest drought in or streak of consecutive losing seasons in NFL history. I should have looked up who had more. In a row. Yeah, that's uh, they're the definition of futility. Yep. Who's one of your winners? The Tennessee Titans. Oh yes, forty-five points against a very good Colts defense. Um, Derrick Henry in, in the first half had one hundred forty yards. They wanted no part of that man. No part of him. Um, Philip Rivers didn't look great. Uh, that's that's a great win for Tennessee. Shifts the whole um, division their way. And yeah, it shifts the whole playoff race in a sense as well. Mm-hmm. Another winner of mine. I hate to put them on here, but the New England Patriots—they're starting yeah. to kind of find their groove a little bit. I did not think they would beat the Arizona Cardinals. There was some controversy around that roughing the passer call. It was bad, but uh, Bill's starting to get them playing well. I, I don't think it's going to matter. I still don't think they make the playoffs. But they did not going to get a high draft pick. They did lose to Houston last week, though. That is, that is so, true. I forgot about that. I don't that. know if their mojo's back. Yeah. Um, speaking of that other team, the Arizona Cardinals are one of my losers. Um, and I put bad loss in New England. When have we ever said that? <laughs> uh, never. Since the 90s, maybe. But another one of my winners, the Washington football team slash the New York Giants. They are tied at 4-7 and seven atop the NFC East. What a just garbage division. I'm fine with one of those two winning it over the other two I, possibilities. I was just about to say I'm, I would rather probably the football team get it, although I don't want to see Dan Snyder's ugly mug in there. I'd be happy for um, Ron Rivera, though, in the year that he's yeah, battled and, cancer and, and everything. And Alex Smith as well. That'd yeah. be a cool story. Yeah. Um, and I have no problem with the Giants being in there as well. As, not, as long as it's not the Cowboys and uh, the Eagles do not have a good enough quarterback to make it. And I think we're going to see Jalen Hurts a lot tonight. I was going to say, yeah. Yep. Carson Wentz has turned it over more than any quarterback in the NFL this year. Um, it's time to make the change, as I said last week. But Wentz story is for one of those day. guys that might be interesting in a, a couple of years. Say he does get benched and, and his time at Philly ends. Um, he might be an interesting candidate for a fresh face in a new place. See if he can do something yeah. else. But but maybe not. He's pro- he'd probably go be a backup for a little bit and then – if you got another say, chance to I, be a starter, who knows what happens. I do think, regardless, his time in Philadelphia is coming to an end. Um, as, um, unless he like goes on a tear the final month of the year, but remains to be seen. It would be interesting if he if he becomes available after this year yeah. and Rivers retires. Could we see a reunion between Wentz and uh, Frank Reich in Indianapolis? Why not? Might make some sense on paper. Yeah. And my last winner is... My boy Kyle Shanahan's San Francisco 49ers. 
You love that fella. I, I think he's a great coach. Um, nice to see Raheem Moster back in action yesterday. And, and, and a lot of their guys, Richard Sherman, even though I'm not a Sherman fan, a lot of their guys who had been on sidelines and made a difference. Uh, good win for them over the Rams. Yep. Uh, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they're the best team in football. Um, I think they're going to win I, it all again. I hate it. I, I was going to say, I think they'll be right back in Tampa Bay here in a few months yep. and going to win it all again because I just think they're the best team in football. Maybe everybody can start joining me and disliking them then. See, I think because you hate them so much is why I <laughs> like them so much. Yes, yes, yes. That's understandable. <laughs> I, I don't know if that will ever happen, yeah. but I'm I'm just so happy a stud quarterback plays for a team that I don't despise because I despise the Colts forever. Couldn't enjoy Peyton Manning. Despise Tom. Despise the Patriots forever. Couldn't enjoy Tom Brady. Despise the Packers. Couldn't enjoy Aaron Rodgers. So it's nice to finally have one on a team that I do not despise. Yeah, you're lucky this time. Your team doesn't have to play him two times a year like your team used to Brady. So that is true. Yep. Yep. And I and I would say if you didn't live in in Indiana. For a majority of life, you might have not hated the Colts as much as you did. That's true. If I would have lived, if I would have grown up in the Quad Cities where I'm sitting here now, I think I wouldn't have been, wouldn't have hated the Colts at all. Probably, you, you probably would hate Rogers even more. I'd hate Rogers even more. I'd, I'd hate the Bears an equal amount, yep. but I'd, I'd probably hate the Vikings a little more too because there's quite a few Vikings fans here. But well, you had the Chiefs as one of your one of your winners. I have the Bucks as one of my losers. Yep, that's fair. Um, I, mean, I mean, it's a very good opponent. I didn't expect the Buccaneers to win, but that's five losses now. They're, yeah. tar- they're starting to slide. Um, especially, really, the one- losing last week to the Rams is far worse of a loss, and it just makes this loss look even worse. If they would have won last week, I don't think anyone re- would have really been talking the sky's falling this week um, by losing to Kansas City by three, uh, but here we are. Yep. Another one of my losers, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, you you kind of hit it on it when you said the Titans were one of your winners. Mm-hmm. I just didn't see them getting blown out like that. No, I thought, thought it was going to be a good game, uh, and they got punched in the mouth and couldn't recover. I think the biggest loser this week is the Las Vegas Raiders. They're uh, my other loser. They're my final one. They got absolutely annihilated uh, in Atlanta. That's just a bad loss for a team attempting to make the playoffs. You know, it kind of reminds me of the 2016 Dolphins. They ended up making the playoffs, but right around this time, they got beat about 45 to six in Baltimore. And I thought the season's over. Uh, now the Raiders do have a pretty favorable schedule the rest of the way, um, including playing the Dolphins December 26. And that could be an elimination game. They might be the most inconsistent team in the league. Them yeah, and the Rams. Their defense is terrible. Um, speaking of the Rams, they're another one. They're my other loser. Um, Cause that's just, you can't lose at home to a 49ers team. That's just not that good to begin with, but especially without all their guys. And Atlanta's been playing a lot better with uh, Raheem Morris on the headset, so mm-hmm. it's interesting. I don't think he'll get the job, but he's been doing a doing a fairly well job. So, yep. Well, let's get into the week uh, thirteen picks. Uh, the first game I had written down, and that's going to be now that I know that's going to be a part of the Monday night doubleheader next week. That's Dallas at Baltimore. Uh, Dallas Baltimore is actually playing Tuesday. Um, oh, Tuesday. But whatever. Um, I'm taking Baltimore for eight. I think Lamar Jackson will be eligible to play. Um, They're going to go with RG3 this week, it looks like. And it looks like this week they'll get J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram off the COVID list, so they'll be able to play on Wednesday as well. Uh, I just think Baltimore is a lot better than Dallas is. Yeah, Dallas was awful on Thanksgiving. Um, Thought they kind of lost everything they had gained Mm -hmm. the week before beating the Vikings. I'm taking the Ravens for ten. 
Uh, New Orleans at Atlanta. Um, New Orleans, they kind of watered down their offense with <laughs> the Broncos playing with no quarterback at all. Um, Did they Taysom water it down, or can they just not pass with Taysom Hill back there? Well, according to Taysom Hill, they said they uh, they went real conservative just because they knew. Okay, but I, I did not see I, that. I think a lot of their game plan had to do with just the fact Taysom Hill's not a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, so, and you know what? I'm taking the Falcons for six. I got the Falcons for two. I did not think we were going to be on the same page there. So me that either. really surprises me. And, and New Orleans is the one seed right now in the NFC. They can't slip up because yep. the Packers are right on their heels. So, uh, something's got to give here. Detroit at Chicago, uh, the Matt Patricia era in uh, Detroit is done as Patricia was handing his walking papers. Yep. He uh, is a defensive mind, and they were second to last in the NFL in points per game given up. Um, the Bears are an absolute mess right now as well. That was awful Brian, last night. It was it was brutal. Mitch Trubisky, he's a bad quarterback. He's he's worse than Nick Foles. I understand. It was definitely time to go back to him just to They're see. They're both terrible. If he could spark him, but he's just bad. They need a complete teardown. Yeah. Um, General manager but, needs to go. Coach needs to go. Yeah. Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, I think both will be gone. Um, but I mean, both places are kind of dumpster fires right now. But I'm taking the Bears for five, just because it's a home game. I got the Bears for one. Um, I just think I don't know where the Lions mindset's going to be with a new coach. Maybe that gets them fired up and they play better. I, I don't know. Yeah, could. I, I think, actually, Detroit's better off right now without having that uh, distraction of is this the week Patricia's fired, but the Bears have to hear about it all week. So Yeah, and, and I really think Stafford's going to be in a new place next year. I do, too. I think uh, we've talked about it ad nauseum with, yeah, with Stafford have. and with Matt Ryan as well. Except the Falcons um, are starting to play better, so... And now this is what they do every year. They start off bad and then get hot. Yep. Cleveland at Tennessee, a pair of three lost teams here. Uh, Cleveland, as I've said, is worst eight and three team ever. It's nice they actually get to play another good team. So give me the Titans for nine. Got the Titans for five. Um, yeah, I just felt comfortable in that 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 range. The Cincinnati Bengals at the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Tua Tungavailoa didn't play because of a thumb injury this week. It wouldn't have mattered. Uh, Fitzpatrick played well enough. Felt like they left some points on the field yesterday. But Your the Twitter defense said he's a, not good. He he was not good <laughs> yesterday. His stat line looks pretty good, but he was not good. He was all over the place. I wish Chain Gailey would open up the offense for Tua as he does for Fitz. Let him throw the ball a little bit. Defense was awesome. Only gave up three points to the Jets the entire season. Wow. Um, wow which is the first team since 2009 to play a team twice and give up three points or less. Um, and the Bengals struggle protecting the quarterback, so I think they'll have a heyday on Brandon Allen. Uh, so give me the Dolphins for 12. I didn't realize Brandon Allen was the quarterback in Cincinnati. He was the yep, Broncos quarterback a couple week. couple games last, last year. I didn't. Yep. I, I knew Finley wasn't starting, but I didn't even look into who was yep. playing quarterback for them. I got the Dolphins for 12 also. Um, Jaguars at Vikings. Uh, Vikings needed to win yesterday to stay alive, and they got quite lucky oh, late. Oh, yes, they did. Uh, with a missed field goal at the end. Um, give me the Vikings for 10. Jacksonville's playing a lot of teams tough, though. They are, and um, it's interesting. They they have a lot of money to spend. They're going to have a new GM coming in. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of draft Pro- picks. Yep. Probably new head coach as well. Yeah, oh, should be. He got lucky last year. Um, mm-hmm. 
if they can hit on some draft picks, they could turn this thing around. Um, it's going to take yep. a little while, but they can turn it around. But uh, I'm going to the Vikings for nine. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders at New York Jets. It's an absolute trap game for the Raiders. Sure is. Um, of course, I thought that with the Dolphins this past week as well, and it ended up not being that way. Uh, but I think the Raiders do bounce back, um, and I have them for seven. Sam Darnold was garbage yesterday. All I heard about in the pregame shows, Darnold finally has his top three wide receivers, and he was just brutal. He's he, done. He's on his last few games as a Jet. Yep. He'll be somewhere else. That That's honestly, I could see him in Indianapolis. I know earlier I said Wentz, but I could really see I, Darnold. I just don't see Darnold as a starter in the league. Yeah. Man, it's it's crazy, though, how these quarterbacks don't get the time they used to. I know. Just the way it's, the league's it's turned three into. years. Yep, it's three years. You have guys burst onto the scene right away like Watson and Mahomes. And, and some don't even get three years like Josh Rosen. Right. So. They, they get six games. <laughs> wow. Uh, but I have the Raiders for 11. I just don't. I just think they're too talented to lose to the Jets. So The Washington football team at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Football team's playing well right now, um, winning a few games. But I just think Pittsburgh's so much better, and I have them for 15. I should have went higher on this game, and I didn't for some reason. I have Pittsburgh for eight. Uh, Indianapolis Colts at Houston Texans. Colts, as we said, coming off a loss we didn't see. I mean, most people saw a loss could happen, but not the way it happened. Uh, Houston's been playing better as well, and you know what? I'm taking the Texans for one. This is our uh, first disagreement of the week. I'm taking the Colts for three. But I, it's really a coin flip game, I think. Mm-hmm. The Los Angeles Rams at the Arizona Cardinals. Should be a good one. Should be a really good one. Cardinals coming off two straight losses. Um, and uh, the Rams coming off a bad loss. Uh, but I'm taking Arizona for three. I'm right there with you. I'm taking Cardinals for four. I just I think they if they don't get this done, I don't think they make the playoffs. Nope, I'm with you. New York football giants at the Seattle Seahawks. Sounds like Daniel Jones is going to be out a while uh, with a hamstring issue. Uh, Colt McCoy is their backup. Um, but give me the Seahawks for 11, regardless of who would have played quarterback. I have the Seahawks for 13. Uh, giants are kind of a feel-good story, but without Mr. Daniel Jones, I don't think they have enough to get mm-hmm. it done. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles at the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Packers playing as well as anyone right now, and I have them winning this one for 14 points. Great minds think alike. I got the Packers for 14. Rodgers and the offense looks good. Defense looks mm-hmm. good. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're tough, especially at home. And that that yep. is still a home field that has an advantage because of how brutally cold it is. Yep. So give me the Packers. Uh, New England Patriots at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers uh, hung in there pretty well with Buffalo. They yesterday. do that with every team. <laughs> couldn't do it. Couldn't get it done. Um, Patriots not a believer in them. Cam Newton's been one of the worst starting quarterbacks, if not the worst starting quarterback in the NFL this year, besides Kendall Hinton. Um, oh come but, on, man, that, that was that's I, not even fair. That, that was a low blow. I felt so bad for him, and people should not be ripping on him at all. And, and I have um, honestly, I haven't seen any like sane person rip on him, which has been no, because so. uh, I I felt so bad. Oh, for me, me too. He, and, and the fact he was willing to step in like that, that just shows he's a good team. That's what Vic Fangio and the teammates said after the game. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody was congratulating him because he lived his dream. That was a dream come yeah. true for the guy. And, yeah. and he got knocked down hard a couple times by Cam Jordan, put him on his butt. And <laughs> that second time, if I were him, I would have just laid down and just took my white towel and just waved up in the air like, I'm done. <laughs> it's enough. Get, get me the cart. 
Yeah. Uh, give me the Patriots for two. I got the Patriots for six. A little more confidence in them than you do, but uh, it wouldn't shock me if the Chargers beat them. I can't believe this is still a Sunday night game, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, Broncos' first Sunday night game since 2017. They'll be traveling to a house of horrors for them, an opponent of horrors for them, dating back to 2014, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I think this one could get uh, slightly ugly on national television. Yep. Um, give me the Chiefs for 16. Uh, there's only 15 games this week. Uh, uh, give me the Chiefs for 15. Yes, I got the I Chiefs meant. for 15. The Carolina's <laughs> got to buy this week, and so does somebody else. So I screwed up all my picks then. I haven't been noticing. Because I have the Steelers for 15. Let me see. I did. I had a 14-point game, 12, 11, 10. No. One. Two, three. I did not do a four-point game. <laughs> Whoops. Well, you you can you can fix that and and make we'll sure figure you, it you, out. You, you text me and I'll get it for the graphic next week. I'm not gonna right. not gonna screw you over there. But I I have the Chiefs big too. Unfortunately, um, it does look like Purdue will have their or Purdue. Jeez, jeez, looks like Denver is gonna have their uh, quarterback room back this week. Uh, what a crazy crazy sequence of events um i've never went into a game just knowing my team's gonna lose a hundred percent like not even a chance until yesterday. i've done that i've done that so many times that was uh, a brutal feeling <laughs> but i watched every single minute of it i thought about turning it off multiple times just couldn't do it at least they scored three points they still have never been shut out at home which is pretty crazy 400 and some games they, without a quarterback they scored the same amount of points as the new york jets did yeah yeah they, uh, they were the first team since the 98 Chargers to throw more interceptions than completions. Ryan, Ryan Leaf, Leaf did that in 98. But, uh, Our good buddy. <laughs> but, yeah, Kendall Hinton's one. I'll look back and just chuckle on someday, but I'm, I'm not going to say anything bad about him. That was mm-hmm. pretty courageous to go out there. But uh, bad look on the Broncos, the whole mask situation, and I'm still confused by the whole thing because some people are saying they had their masks on, took them down to eat and communicate for a little bit, and I, I don't know. I don't know. But the NFL obviously had, thought they had some reason to do what they did. They should have had Blake Bortles at home and never at practice anyways just in case this happened. But uh, Buffalo Bills at San Francisco 49ers Monday Night Football. Uh, give me the Bills for 13. I think it'll be a lot, cl- a real close game and a lot closer yeah, than I point. think it's going big, to be. Yeah, big, I know. big points on that one. Uh, I got the I'm Bills for a- 7. I'm still not a big believer in the Bills because their point differential is not that great. They're winning a lot of close games as well, much like the Browns. So, yeah. keep winning. Yep, I got I got the Bills for seven. So, so. we got about nine minutes left. Uh, let's talk some college hoops as we actually yeah. have a Oops. week week under our belt, and it's been interesting week too around the college landscape. A lot of programs getting hit by the COVID bug already. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's been at least Friday. And Saturday, really, it was kind of upset alert central. I mean, we saw number four Virginia lose to San Francisco. Um, number eight Illinois got taken to the brink by Ohio. Found you, a way to you win. No, going into that game, I didn't want to text our friend group because I thought I'd be way off after I said it. But I'm thinking, man, Illinois played three straight games in three straight days. They could be a little tired. Yeah. Well, I mean, so so at Ohio, so they were kind of in okay. the same. I did not know because that. it was a multi-team event, so there was four teams in, it, and all three of them played each other. Okay. Um, but I was nervous going in because Ohio was projected to finish second in the MAC. Uh, they're like a top one fifteen um, Ken Palm team, 
So, like, they're a solid team. They have a really good player. And, man, um, Illinois got down eight. And I'm thinking number 18 in the country is going to lose to freaking Ohio. But, I mean, Io took over, and that was a loss, or that was a win that would have been a 20-point loss, maybe even last year. Uh, but good teams found a way to win. I mean, Kentucky loses by 12 to Richmond mm-hmm. at home yesterday. I don't um, know much about Richmond. I've read, though, that they're pretty either. dangerous. But Yeah. And, of course, and they have a ton of experience, too, which Kentucky never yeah. has. Um, UCLA lost to San Diego State, which is usually pretty good, but then get taken to triple overtime by Pepperdine. Uh, UCLA was ranked. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, Duke only beat Coppin State by 10. Michigan was taken um, to overtime last night by Oakland, who, who, who got was just Yeah, they lost by 51 points to Xavier. But I will say um, they had multiple guys out due to COVID who returned yesterday. Uh, okay, so, that makes sense. Um, Purdue's got them tomorrow at three o'clock. Three o'clock. Yeah, that's that's not fun. That's um, just weird. In the middle of the work week. Just weird. Um. So, and and then the Hoosiers looked. I don't know if you watched. No, nah, I didn't the game. watch any of it. Um. I watched the entire thing. They looked really good from the start. Got up, I think, twenty-one to seven or something like that. And really didn't look back, and they looked like a. Solid uh, defensive team. Their offense looked pretty good today as well. Uh, Providence did not look good, though. Uh, I think Providence is predicted about middle of pack, Big East mm-hmm. team. Uh, Archie Miller fans will be happy to hear you say that. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I have not watched much college basketball outside of Purdue. I watched a little bit yeah. of Illinois, um, but really I can't talk on too many teams right now. I've seen a lot of box scores and stats, but I just haven't taken the time to watch too much yet. And- Number three, Villanova got beaten overtime by Virginia Tech, so it's kind of it was kind of upset yep. city. Of course, Virginia Tech's nothing to scoff at; they're usually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but we have a new top five this week: Gonzaga number one, three top three Big Ten teams in the top five. Um, Gonzaga number one, Baylor number two. Then you have Iowa, Wisconsin, Illinois. Uh, I would not say Illinois is the fifth best team in the country. I wouldn't say Wisconsin's a top twenty-five team, but here they are at fourth. <laughs> um, I Iowa's pretty dang good, but. Um, yeah, Baylor, Illinois, that's going to be a fun matchup. Yeah, uh, Wednesday night. Assuming two, it happens, it should five. happen, right? Yeah, it's going to happen. Sounds like Scott Drew will be back. They played this weekend, but okay. uh, Baylor did. Beat Washington by 35. Um, so Illinois is going to have to play better than they did against Ohio. Because uh, oh, Ohio gave them everything they wanted. Illinois played as bad as they well, possibly could have. Ohio played as well as they possibly could have. And Illinois still found a way to win. So hopefully that bodes well going forward. Yeah, maybe that's a blessing in disguise. And I think it call. is. Yeah. Um, I, I think, of course, Underwood was happy they won. Um, but um, just the fact, you know, Illinois had won by 55 points or more the first two games. Uh, just the fact they got challenged a little bit. Um, and they just had a little bit of adversity because they hadn't had any at all to this point. And really, you learn nothing from your team when you're winning by 60. No. Uh, so I think Underwood was pretty happy with that. Yeah. Boilermakers, the young Boilermakers are one-on-one, uh, beat Liberty, who actually Liberty then the next night smoked uh, – or not the next night, but um, – well, yeah, the next night they beat Mississippi State. And, and then Liberty they beat South Carolina solid. the other night. Yeah, they're um, pretty solid. And they played somebody else, too, lately. I don't know if they won that. But if so, they're the first mid-major to beat three Power 5 teams on the wow. year. Um, but, they, yeah, uh, but Purdue, Purdue played well that game, shot the ball really well, didn't shoot the ball well the next night against Clemson. Turned they, it over a bunch, Turned too. it over a bunch, which 
with the news of J- Jalen I Jaden Ivy. Jeez, oh, I about did it again. I about Sam. did it again. I want to call him Jalen. Jaden Ivy uh, hurt his foot. Uh, it was reported today he's going to be out multiple weeks. Um, so that's not good because they're already without Eric Hunter Jr., their starting point guard. So Ethan Morton's having to play 20-plus minutes, and he just is recovering from mono. So that's a tall task. And, and, he, and the Clemson pressure got all over Purdue's young guards, and they struggled handling it. But um, two young freshmen played really well down in Florida. That was Zach Eady kind of made a name for himself down there. Having- he <laughs> is the largest human I have ever seen and in he, my life. And he moves well. For how yeah, big he, he is. pretty good. Um, um, I mean, I think Isaac Haas would pale in comparison yeah, he's, to Zach uh, Eady. He, it's incredible. This is his third full year playing basketball. He was a hockey Crazy. player. Um, hopefully Purdue found a diamond rough with him. I was going to say, gonna, it'll going to have a struggles, especially come Big yeah. Ten season. But so far, it, it, so good. It'll be interesting once teams kind of catch up to him and realize how to stop him. Yep. Um, he's got to respond. But. It, yeah, he looked good early. It's hard to stop 7-4 sometimes. It though. is. It is. And then Brandon Newman, uh, retro freshman from Valparaiso, looked really good mm. over the weekend. But they got to get better play from guys like Travion Williams has to play better. Aaron Wheeler's got to play better. Some of those veteran juniors, uh, even Sasha yeah. Stavanovich, they have to play better because these young guys can't do it by themselves. Right. So uh, it's going to be a growing pain season. Um, they'll probably beat some teams they shouldn't and lose it to, to some teams they shouldn't. So uh, we'll see. I, I don't really know what to say after two games. They have yep. Oakland at home tomorrow and Valpo at home Friday. So we'll know more, I guess, after this week. Uh, Hit me up with that birdie bogey one more time, please. Justin James Watt, also known as JJ, had a pick six on Thanksgiving and became the second player ever with three interception return touchdowns as well as three receiving touchdowns in the Super Bowl era. Who was the other player? Man, I got no shot at this. Um... Who's a guy that played a little bit of both ways? Picked off a lot of balls. Got a lot of balls. Oh, I don't. This guy played both ways in college a little bit, but I don't think he did in the pros. Uh, Charles Woodson. Ooh, good guess. Uh, prime time. Uh, he he was another name right in my head. Um, I just didn't. Charles know if Woodson he was a good guess. Offense. I I remember Charles Woodson catching some balls for the Packers every yeah. once in a while. Yep. Yeah, he's a free. Both those guys freak athletes. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's good about do it for episode 211 of the Tan and J-Man Show. Thanks for uh, agreeing to call in, J-Man, from Iowa. Yes, sir. Uh, safe travels back to the Hoosier State uh, when, when you make your way back here. But uh, hit that subscribe button. Everybody listening to this podcast, if you haven't already, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating and review. Uh, hit up some. Hit up our merch store, uh, Tan and J-Man Show store. It's uh, You can find a link on our Facebook page. Instagram and Twitter, which our handles are at Tan and J Man showing all of those. Uh, if you're looking for a perfect holiday gift for somebody, especially somebody who likes watching or listening to our show and wants to support our podcast, we got uh, hoodies, long sleeve t shirts, short sleeve t shirts, mugs, uh, stickers, um, all, all sorts of things. So um, even even uh, shirts for your kids or your baby. So all sorts of things. So go to that link, get yourself something, or get somebody something for the holiday season and. Uh, We'll be back at it, same time, same channel, next Monday. Have a great week, everybody, and stay healthy, stay safe, stay sane.